Light FM and Maybank brings you the latest news, the most compelling stories, and the real conversations. All live and exclusive on The Light Breakfast. Today, we're talking to Mahaswari Naidu, breast cancer survivor who's living her life now on her own terms. Mahis, can we go back a little bit in time and talk about the moment you had your diagnosis for breast cancer? When I was first diagnosed, uh, it was in May 2020, uh, where I actually decided, um, you know, at that point in time, MCO was, uh, you know, declared. And I thought, okay, this is the time I have some time for myself because prior to that, it's always work, 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 home, home, home. You know, uh, everyone else mattered except for myself. Um, so I decided to uh, get a check done on the lump, which I've had for quite some time. So, um, how long? I, sorry to interrupt, but how long had you had that lump? I believe I had that lump for about a year. And I didn't uh, really take it seriously because, you know, normally I think we women think that, you know, we wouldn't get breast cancer. It's nothing, you know, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Uh, So that's probably what was running in my head. And I took it too lightly. Um, You know, recently I saw Columbia Asia Bukit Bukit Rimau's tagline, clock out and check up. That's what's very, very spot on where yes we need to clock out and check out and that's what i did when mco was declared i had so much time because we were not going to office um we were getting aligned you know adjusting to how uh, to work from home so i thought i better get myself checked so that's when i went and got myself checked and in june 2020 um i was diagnosed with breast cancer so um it was quite unbelievable because i i just couldn't believe it. It's me. Uh, none of them in my family have got breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, like I mentioned before, um, it felt very numb when I was told that I have breast cancer. I didn't know what to feel, uh, angry, upset, cry, uh, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I still wanted to believe that it's not breast cancer. It, it, it's it's an error, you it, know, in the ultrasound. Right, it didn't sink in. So when you were diagnosed, I mean, what stage were you at? Uh, stage one. I was very, very fortunate. And uh, uh, I was required to do a lumpectomy. <clears throat> and um, when they did the lumpectomy, of course, they did the FISH test. The FISH test uh, uh, determines uh, what sort of cancer I have. And the cancer was called, I had HER2 positive a stage one breast cancer. What were the difficulties? Can you walk us through the difficulties going through the treatment process after being uh, diagnosed during the MCO? First off, of course, uh, accepting the fact that I had breast cancer. But with the support of my husband and my good friend, Kim, whom I met in the hospital, um, I I shook myself uh, out of the whole uh, unbelievable thing and uh, decided and be, be practical and decided to go through the whole process. Uh, the surgery was, of course, um, it's a difficult period. I mean, difficult time going through the, pros- uh, the surgery. Mm-hmm. And uh, chemotherapy is, of, of course, very difficult as well. It's a very daunting experience. Um, you go through so much after the chemotherapy. Um, you become weak, um, no appetite. Um, there are a lot of side effects to it. Uh, but throughout that process, uh, one has to be very, very strong and decide. It's either you give in 
to all those weaknesses or you decide to be strong and 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 you know build your energy up with good nutrition um to go through it it's not about fighting it you have to go through it um accept it that you're going through for the betterment your health is going to get better um so that's the difficult period the chemotherapy um besides that of course the emotional part of it you know it's not going to be strong throughout the process you're going to go down sometimes you're going to have the highs sometimes so accept it i believe what i went through was i accepted it uh the downs you've got to accept the downs as well uh and pick up yourself after some time don't stay in the down period for too long just pick up yourself and and look forward to what is waiting for you you know after the whole period when you're strong enough to do a lot of things look forward to being with your family look forward to i i have my my husband and my son um so i looked forward to being back to normal with them uh, being able to give back what uh, they have done for me throughout the period my husband was there throughout the time my son was very strong and and was there and of course my uh, my other family members like my mom my sister so i believe that's what we need to do look forward to being with them back in the normal period so the difficult period i would say was the chemotherapy the six cycles uh, of chemotherapy which took uh, place in five months you know throughout five months period right. um i also had to go through a uh, a uh, another uh, 17 cycles of um herceptin uh, uh, procedure where they actually inject herceptin to fight the her2 positive breast cancer uh, situation so that was 17 cycle was not difficult that doesn't have much side effect on myself so that was fine after the six cycles of chemotherapy i had to go through radiotherapy So radiotherapy is another process where we don't feel anything during the process but the effect is on the side of the breast where you receive the treatment um yeah some people have you know breakouts and so on but I was very careful um so I did not have any breakouts however the area will be a little sensitive um so all throughout what I would say is um take the doctor's advice what they tell you to do uh and and be very careful uh right nutrition is important very very important and emotionally be strong uh and accept the fact that you will be there will be lows and highs mahes at what point of your breast cancer journey did you make conscious firm decisions to change how you wanted to live your life the awakening i would say probably was after the whole treatment uh because i realized when i was weak and i couldn't do a lot of things and i i realized at that point in time wow i can actually do a lot more things which i did previously and i didn't get to do during my you know the period of weakness uh so it's time i lost so much time it's time that i do a lot of things before it's too late and i knew uh, at that point in time i was quite strong if i had if i could go through the cancer treatment uh which was like i said very very daunting uh you know so much weakness and i've come out alive now so strong i could do so many things so yeah i realized that yes i can actually uh go ahead 
do the things that I, I, I was so reluctant to do, uh, um, you know. What were those things that were the priority now? Uh, basically, it's myself. I put a lot of people before me previously, a lot of things before me. What I realized was I'm important and I need to spend time doing things that makes me happy. Of course, at the same time, not offending anyone else or causing any pain to anyone else. In fact, be more loving and, you know, spend more time with a lot of people. Yes, that was the other thing. I wanted to spend a lot of time with other people as well. So could you give us a quick picture of what life was like before your diagnosis and what it was like afterwards, after your awakening? I think a lot of people do this. It's always work, work, work. Um, and then, you know, then it's everything else, you know, home, uh, cleaning up the home and things like that. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was, you know. Mm -hmm. I never thought about myself. I never focused on things that I needed to do for myself. Yeah, and, and it was always um, pleasing others and, and, and uh, you know, saying yes to everyone else and not yes to myself. Uh, my priorities were were at the back bench. Yeah, everyone else was important. Pleasing everyone else was important. And how are you actually using this second chance of, you know, at life to the best of it? You said you'll focus more on yourself, but what does that actually mean? Um, very, very simple things that um, I do for myself now is I spend time with my friends. Uh, I go out with them. Um, I plan, uh, you know, small holidays, short holidays, I mean, little holidays with them. I go for, you know, uh, small birthday parties with my friends to enjoy. I, my family's very important as well. So I spend time with my family, be it uh, breakfast outside, lunch outside, you know. Um, it's not always rushing to cook in the morning and serve and clean and then it's a nap and, and, and you know, after that, preparing for work the next day, that sort of thing. So it's very simple things. I don't do grandeur, you know, like, uh, you know, trying to complete my bucket list and so on. Mm. But these are things that I never focused on. That matter uh, Visiting to you. my mom. Mm. Yes, visiting my mom, spending time with my mom, my sisters, um, helping them out with little things uh, like groceries mm. or running around, uh, taking them places and so on. So these are very little things which were neglected previously. So let me ask you this question then, because, you know, you were mentioning it was work, 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 everything was sort of squeezed in. Are you still doing the le same level of work and now being able to fit this in and how? Because I think a lot of us use that excuse like, I have no time, I've got to do this work. So what would your advice be and give us an example of how we think we have no time, we've got all this work, it's super important, and yet you can now fit all these other things in? Right. Um, like I mentioned earlier, um, I realized how much more strong I am. Uh, so what has happened is, I have uh, sorted out my work so well that there is still a lot of work to be done. I don't fret, I don't stress over it now. I just plan it well enough not to stress me out. So I still do a lot of work. Um, in fact, my work has uh, probably increased, you know, over the, after my cancer uh, treatment and so on, but I still manage to do it because um, 
I plan it properly and uh, decided that I'm not going to stress over it. And if I need extra help, I decided to ask for the extra help and not load on myself so much. You know, I believe prior to that, I was I wanted to do everything myself. So it stressed uh, me out quite a bit. Hmm. So now I don't do that. I have uh, I delegate a lot more. Um, I just follow through uh, with, you know, with the work. And when it comes to weekends, I spend the weekends well, which means with my family, um, carefree, uh, you know, and... Uh, you prioritize. Yes, I prioritize. That's what I do. Work will always be there, but I think how we manage the work is very important. And, um, of course, the other thing that I added on to my routine is my... Um, evening walks, brisk walks that I do. And in fact, I, I used to think I can't run, but now I realize I can run. I, I actually have infused jogging and running in my routine. So it's so great. It feels so good doing it. That's fantastic. Mahes, now this means a lot of different things to different people. And, you know, it probably has meant different things to you at different stages in your life. But for, well, Maybe it has different meaning for you now. What does the phrase second chance actually mean to you? That's a difficult question for me. I think so. But I think what second chance means to me is to live your life. When you say live your life on your own terms is what do you want to do, you know, to make yourself happy? That's what it means. Just live your life. Don't fret over small things. Don't stress it out. Show a lot of love to a lot of people. Like I, I say, um, living is your choice. Death is in- inevitable. So as long as you are here, live your life. Be happy doing some of the things that you want to do. So that's what second chance means. And if you were to give any tip to anyone who's really going through a difficult crunch time, they're trying to be strong, um, they're trying to juggle, you know, work life everything what would that one tip be to get them on that right direction for them take one step at a time everything can be uh, what you're going through can be very overwhelming don't fret it's bigger than you it is not it is very important that they stay calm um, and accept what's happening be practical and just go through it get it done get it over with because over the other side, that's the second chance that's waiting for you to grab it, to embrace it. So that's what I would say. And, and there's a lot of help everywhere. Uh, for example, BCWA, Breast Cancer Awareness Association, is there to provide that support to these people. Reach out to us. We are there to help you. We are there to emotionally help you as well. So reach out to BCWA. There's a lot of other help as well. Thank you so much, Mahez. It's been amazing talking to you. Loving how you're living your life. And if you'd like to hear that again, all you have to do is pop on over to the Shock app and look for the Light Breakfast podcast.